Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, crops are advancing in the Regina Moose Jaw area, but need moisture for proper growth. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. A severe thunderstorm watch has been issued for much of southern Saskatchewan. Mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers with risk of severe thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. The high today, 31, the low 12. Tomorrow, mainly sunny. Wind southwest 20, becoming west 40, gusting to 60. The high 25. Tomorrow, the low 14. Friday, clearing, windy, high 25, the low 13. Saturday, sunny, the high 31, the low 13. Sunday, sunny, the high 24, the low 11. Monday, sunny, the high 25, the low 13. Tuesday, sunny, and a high of 27. Normal high is 26 for this date, the normal low 11. The sun rose at 5.15 this morning. It sets at 8.55 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Val Marie at 31 in the far southwest corner of the province. The cold spot up north, Stony Rapids at 19. Estevan is 27, Saskatoon 22, Swift Current 25, Weyburn 26, Yorkton is 27. Cloudy in Regina, 26 degrees. Windsor from the south, southeast to 21. 26, by the way, is 79 Fahrenheit. Humidity is 72%, the barometer dropping 101.0. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 26, winds are from the southeast to 21. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 26, that's 79 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Crops in the Regina Moose Jaw area are advancing with this week's hot weather. A provincial crop specialist in Moose Jaw, Brent Flayton, says crops will need more moisture for proper growth and development. Yeah, they're moving along quite quickly, especially in this heat uh, the last few days. But they're, uh, in some areas I see wheat that's burning on the top of the head. So they're still short of moisture, so we need timely moisture to keep them coming along. The canola, some of the earlier seeded canola, is winding down flowering, and so we'll see what happens there. There's still quite a few canola fields, especially where they were seeded into dry seed bed or the seed bed dried very quickly after seeding. And they're patchy and varying stages as well. So we're going to need some more moisture. Hopefully we'll get some rain later on today. And we need a nice long fall without frost in order to get this crop off. How close to normal development would you say crops were right now? 
pretty close. There's some that would be average, some of the earlier seeded crops where they got good germination. The rest of the crops are slightly behind normal, maybe by two weeks or something like that. On average, there's always the extremes one way or the other, but on average, close to normal, but sizable percentage would also be behind normal by maybe about two weeks. Much hail in the Regina Moostoy area? Not so much in the last week. Like a week ago, there were some hail strips going through south of Moose Jaw and in that southeast corner of the province. But this past week's been fairly quiet. But again, we'll have to see what happens with the weather this week. You said they will need some moisture. Frost is a concern too? Yes, definitely for the crops that had staggered emergence. And there's a mixture of immature crops and crops that are coming along quite well. But for those fields where some of the crops didn't emerge until the later part of June, we're going to need a nice frost-free September in order to get those crops off in decent shape. Brent Flayton is a provincial crop specialist in Moose Jaw. Some crops are starting to turn color in southwest Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Swift Current, Shannon Chant, says the combines could be rolling in a few weeks in parts of the southwest. Still different stages, but the weather is warming up, so some of the peas are, are changing color, so I'm probably ready to be harvest, I'm guessing, in the next couple of weeks. I've seen a couple of lentil fields that are changing a little bit. Interestingly enough, there's some patches of low spots in some of the pulse crops that are kind of a bit drowned out. That's not not something we would have thought of a couple months ago. But everything seems to be coming along nicely. Canola varies from flowering to potting. Yeah, and everything's looking pretty good. It's going to be fairly warm in the next few days. So um, there may be a little bit of stress on some of the canola crops that are in flowering. Um, But canola does have an ability to compensate. I'm guessing that it'll also speed up maturity for some of the other crops. So are crops in the southwest near normal development? They may be timing-wise, probably about normal, maybe a little bit early for some of the peas, just because they were a bit stressed out earlier on. But you said there are many stages of development, too, in some fields. Oh, yeah. Um, just because we it was so dry for quite a while and then we had some rain, there are some, especially uh, canola crops that, you know, you have some very mature plants that are flowering, that are potting, then you have some fairly small plants as well. Um, I'd say canola is probably the one that has the biggest range in growth staging. What about other moisture issues, weeds and diseases? There has been a bit of uh, a struggle and I think this is in a number of places just because some of the broadleaf weeds came up with the later rains they hadn't come up earlier so it is maybe something that may be dealt with with either uh, some pre-harvest weed control or some desiccation possibly just to get some of the weeds that came up later. Any hail in your area? I've heard reports of hail here and there. I haven't seen anything specifically but I have heard there's been a couple areas I'm guessing Eston last week specifically that have had some hail and that can slow things down maturity wise a little bit as well and in one case I was in the field too where the kind of the top flowers of the pea plant got knocked off so again that may be a little bit delaying the journey but hopefully should be able to compensate somewhat. Shannon Jant is the regional crop specialist in Swift Current in southwest Saskatchewan. 
The president and CEO of AGT Foods of Regina says the Asia-Pacific region should be looked at in the agricultural industry as a niche market on a large scale. Murad El-Khatib says the large populations in countries like China and India make supplying products for specialty items in those countries lucrative. He told the Pacific Northwest Economic Region Summit in Saskatoon yesterday there are extraordinary opportunities in traditional and engineered proteins. Protein demand in Asia is going to be insatiable. Now the, the limiting factor is there's not enough water in the world. So we're going to have to look at alternative proteins as well as meat-based proteins. So I think there's an opportunity where we can't grow fast enough to meet this demand. Delegates were also told China and India will become the world's top two economies in the next 30 years and Indonesia will rank fourth. The senior vice president of Royal Bank of Canada says there will be a demographic crisis in the agricultural industry if it doesn't attract bright employees that can adapt to the future. John Stackhouse addressed delegates at the Pacific Northwest Economic Region Summit in Saskatoon on the need to teach future agricultural workers digital skills to replace traditional farmers who will be retiring. Stackhouse says Farmer 4.0 will have to work with data and cognitive technology. Technologies that think for themselves with data. The farmer of the future is going to be uh, a data farmer. They're going to have to be innovative, changing the way they do things year after year, season after season. They're going to be more highly skilled than ever before. Stackhouse believes the best agricultural workers of the future will be critical thinkers who can communicate on a one-to-one level with customers and stakeholders. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. Some major funding is coming to three agricultural research programs based at the University of Saskatchewan. Just over $24 million will be spent over the next four years. $10 million comes from Genome Canada and the rest from co-funders such as the provincial government and producer-based organizations like the Western Grains Research Foundation, Sask Wheat, Sask Pulse Growers, and various partners in the beef industry. University of Saskatchewan President Dr. Peter Stoichev says one looks at improving the breeding and production of wheat. Building on the international wheat genome sequencing work in which Curtis Posniak's team played a key role, Research can be undertaken to develop wheat varieties that can deliver higher yields and can thrive under drought and other stresses. As well, two U of S researchers will use genomic tools to improve lentil breeding. The third project will study diagnostic testing for antimicrobial resistance in livestock management, a growing challenge to human and animal health around the world. Cheryl Waldner is a USASC professor of large animal clinical sciences. We're specifically focusing on bovine respiratory disease and what our project will do is allow us to better target antibiotic use in food animals. Antimicrobial resistance is one of the biggest challenges that we're facing in the agriculture and frankly public health sphere across the globe right now. And by having better diagnostic tests, we will be able to better target our antibiotics that we're using and use the right drug for the right problem at the right time. This is all part of a much larger national investment in genomic research. $41 million is going to 19 projects across the nation. The announcement was made yesterday by the Federal Minister of Science and Sport, Kirsty Duncan, who was at the International Wheat Congress in Saskatoon. 
The Grain Growers of Canada is frustrated by the lack of progress in making changes to agri-stability, one of the federal provincial business risk management programs. Following the annual meeting in Quebec City of Ag Ministers last week, federal and provincial ministers instructed their officials to further study the issue, with a follow-up meeting planned for December. Jeff Nielsen from Olds, Alberta, is the president of the Grain Growers of Canada. We understand it takes time to make modifications to the existing suite of programs. By not even coming out with a decision on one direction or the other is extremely frustrating. We expected more. We had outlined well in advance what we think farmers need as far as the changes to agri-stability, and that wasn't even realized. Nielsen says all governments need a greater sense of urgency when it comes to changing agri-stability. Three years ago at the same meeting, the Ag-Growth Coalition brought forward changes then to AgStab. We did get an external advisory panel put together. They reported to the ministers last summer. Last summer, those ministers took that under advisement, engaged another panel to study it more. And it's just like going around in circles. Nielsen says producers need business risk management programs that are predictable, bankable, and reliable. Maxar Weather Service says a second wave of dangerous heat threatens crops in Europe. Maxar says a broad area of high pressure is leading to dry and hot conditions across most of the western and northern portions of Europe this week, breaking some records. Maxar is predicting Paris, France will reach 40 degrees tomorrow, 37 in Frankfurt and 38 in Brussels. Dry soil conditions continue in the region and with the lack of rain and hot weather, crops will see stress. Maxar says the record-sitting heat will particularly stress European corn and sunflower crops. These crops are in the reproductive phase of growth and the heat will likely cause yield reductions. The hot weather is expected to subside next week. It's been a summer of wild weather in Alberta. Environment Canada has tracked 18 probable or confirmed tornadoes, beating the 30-year average of 12. And there are several weeks left in tornado season. There have been 13 twisters in Saskatchewan, which is below average, and four in Manitoba, which is well below average. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola gained $4.40 at $405.22. Oats rose $0.51 cents at $168.52. Number one red spring wheat went up $1.75 at $218.18. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $239.51. Feed barley, $187.63. Flax, $472.42. Yellow peas, $233.54. And feed wheat, 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September spring wheat is up three quarters of a cent at 521 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And the Foam Lake Recreation Combine Lotto. Call 1-888-453-1998 for your ticket. Hello, Cattlemen Jr. for Heartland Livestock Services here in Yorkton with your weekly market report for July 24th. A little lighter run on offer this week with 440 head due to the producers making hay. 270 cows and bulls. There were 65 bulls. We had a good high yielding hard exotic bull top out at a buck 23.50. All the other bulls averaged a buck 10. 215 cows. We had a real strong set of cows this week. 
There were some big, hard, high-yielding cows bringing that 91 to 91 and a half. Hefferets bringing a buck to a buck 18 depends on type and quality. The rest of the cows average 82.70. A light run of feeders with 170 up for sale, mostly consisting of yearlings with the six to seven weights averaging a buck 93, seven eights at a buck 85, and eight and nines to a buck 80. Heifers were back 15 to 20 on all classes. There will be no sale on July 31st. We will have a regular sale every week throughout August. We will be starting our pre-sorts on September 11th. Please go to our website for further information on our schedule. All you producers have a safe haying season. This has been Junior for Heartland Livestock Services here in Yorkton. Thank you and have a great day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 TCP BP2, $184.96 per CKG. BP4 TCP4, $176 per CKG. The outlook, a severe thunderstorm watch has been issued for most of southern Saskatchewan. Mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers, risk of severe thunderstorms. Today and tonight, the high 31, the low 12. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind southwest 20, becoming west 40, gusting to 60, the high 25. Tomorrow, the low 14. In Regina, cloudy and 26, that's 79 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.